Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So we know we sit here every week from our big beauty thrones in the beauty world and the magazines, telling you all the tips, pretending like we have all the knowledge. I'm what, holding a scepter. You should be holding. We're queens of beauty. <laughs> what, together, combined, I don't want to do too much math here, but I mean, thir- 30, 40 years of experience in the beauty industry. Oh, God, you combine it. Yeah, it makes it like, sound hate, really old. I also hate when like 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 legal firms do that. Like, combined, like 8,000 years experience. <laughs> Combined, what does that mean? We, we are wizards of beauty, <laughs> centuries old. Anyway, my point is, we're just not. We've been there like you guys. I feel like a lot of people come to Fat Mascara because they're new to beauty. They want to start doing self-care or learn about makeup or they're beauty junkies and they love products, but they don't know what they want to use. And Jess and I wanted to use this special episode opportunity <laughs> to share with you some of our early mistakes 
in beauty. Some of mine are not that early. Some of them are quite recent. In fact, we're calling this <laughs> Biggest Beauty Regrets Ever with your co-hosts, Jen and Jess of Fat Mascara. So I cannot wait to hear yours, Jess. We're going so to go just... one for one. We're going to go oh, one for one. Oh, you have multiple. Okay, let's get into so, this. First of all, I want to thank everyone who shared their biggest beauty regrets on the Facebook page because the hilarity ensued, okay? <laughs> okay? And I was nodding along, like, on the couch, like, oh, like smoking. Not really. I don't smoke. It just... Funny. Beauty regret. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, no, no, I don't smoke. Okay. So here we go. Self-tan. <laughs> wow. Why am I laughing already? Okay. What happened? All right. I hit the self-tan twice. Mm-hmm. Once... In high school, because I wanted to be tan, like so many other girls, most of the girls I felt like in my high school were very tan. I was pasty and pale and like, yeah. I had, I won't say the name of the brand, but a very popular self-tanner. Like this one, they just started coming out, you know? Okay. It was an oil. It was like nighttime. I had like a pool party or something. Okay. And I just put it all over and then I had muddy, like weird ankles, and I just looked filthy. You'd think I learned my lesson. This wasn't for me. I went to a professional self tanner 10 years later. Okay. The day I was leaving on a flight. Okay. Okay. This was not like Nicole, Nicola Joss. Yeah, UK celebrity facial support extraordinaire. This was in the UK, but this was like some little side street place in Soho where it was like 35 pounds for my whole body. Uh They, they, you know, got me... 35 pounds of money or 35 pounds of self-tan? 35 pounds of money. Not a lot for this whole, like a whole body tan. Okay. You know, like they hit me with the airbrush and they're like, all right, you're right, love. Like, and like slapped me on the back and like sent me on my way. Okay. I literally got on a plane about two hours later. They didn't tell me that I couldn't go on a plane and I didn't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sat there, like sweating, sleeping for like a seven hour flight. Got off the plane and had a wedding the next day. Mm -hmm. I looked like a crumpled, like, brown paper bag there were like lines and seams on everything we know how you feel about an airplane seat belt as well oh, i'm yeah. sure that just sort of indented Every, a whole the crease whole of thing orange was disgusting. oh yeah self-tanner's not for you no so i know that i've never actually used self-tanner the right way but i'm just done okay I'm just done because I've had like multiple people I've slept with. Now it just sounds like I'm being promiscuous. But people that sleep in the same bed as me, friends as well, be like, you smell like toast, like burnt toast. But that's yeah. not even correct. It's sort of like a mushroomy. It's just a gross smell, the old school ones. Everybody's been there. Okay. I, I can do you, speaking of gross smells. Okay. We can't talk about this without perms. We have to talk about perms. Oh, yeah. Is it too obvious, guys? I'm sorry, but like I did it. And then then it was the body wave, which they're like, oh, oh. it's gentler than the perm. Don't you know, I came out of the Ben Salem, Pennsylvania hair salon with the body wave, which basically was like, you are a labradoodle. You're welcome. But what was the difference between the body wave and the perm? They told me that the solution was not as strong. The rods were the same size, so I'm led to believe that the solution's not as strong, so I'll just be getting a softer version since the rods are still teeny tiny. That's some BS. I had tight, tight curls. I feel like my mom might have in the background said to them, like, I don't want to come back, you know, to pay again. In a couple- so make it real tight, and then it'll, like, sort of fall out. She's, she's laughing right now. She's like, I didn't do that. Anyway, I, I can't even describe what I look like. My hair didn't grow down. It just grew out from, like, fifth to sixth grade. It was amazing. Right when you were going to, like, bat mitzvahs, kissing yeah. boys for the first time. Did everyone have a perm in your friend group? Like, what, yeah, but what everybody was the else, impetus? But everybody else didn't have headgear. 
and and a full set of braces. Wait, you had headgear? Oh, yes. So it was a good look. It was a great look. Wait, like around the ears? Daytime headgear? Yes. I never wore it during the day because I like got too embarrassed because I had poodle oh. hair. So, yeah. Jen, we yeah. want to see a photo. Special, special times. Oh. I'll put a, I'll put a photo on the blog. Yes, yes. I also liked brooches a lot at that time. So there was always like a puzzle pin going on. Oh, I love that. Yeah, good luck. What's, I a, what's love another? That. Okay. What's a more adult regret? Okay, a more adult regret. Um, I'm going to take it to the late 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Brows. And this came up a lot in the Facebook group. My brows, I always thought, here's the funny thing. I always thought that I was taking incredible care of my brows. Um, Danielle, if you're listening, I know we became friends in college because she would see me in the morning in the dorm bathroom at like before we had an 810 women's studies class. What were you thinking getting an 810 in the morning we, class? We were freshmen and that was the last, like, uh, you know, like you get stuck with the crappy classes. Yeah. 810 women's studies. She would see me at like 720, 730, like expertly tweezing my brows in the every like every morning in the girls' bathroom. Do we see any irony that you were going to women's studies and tweezing your brows? Why is that ironic? Like, why know, can't you like take care of your brows and, and go to women's studies? Yeah. All right, you're right. Come on, Jen. We just did this whole thing. Okay, about get this. with it. Okay. Jen. All right. So I'm getting my brows in shape every single morning. And she's like, this girl and her brows, like, what, who, what was this like psycho in the bathroom doing this? I thought my brows were like on point, but I was making them into like the most 90s brows in the world, like little, like, why too wide apart just like just too much that you're like always surprised <laughs> really like i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna post a photo but just like not quite not angled right. either like a, almost like a rounded rainbow huh i don't know what was going on they went through many shapes throughout high school and college yeah, yeah. but i always thought that they were like superior i was so proud and but i'll tell you one thing though i never had an errant hair Right. Never. But like I pluck my own brows. Back then I would be plucking, you're right, every day, every other day. Oh my Now God. it's like once every two weeks I pluck my brows. Oh, really? I'm still every day. Oh. Every see, morning. I feel like my eyesight's going, so I don't really see this spare, <laughs> so it's fine anyway. Um, um, college was college was good times for beauty, beauty regrets in my world as well. Okay, well, what else? What, what did you do? Um, well, there was the, you know, there was the incident where I went to the ER because of my waxing. <gasps> yeah. Let's so not relive that. my regret is not getting laser hair removal sooner. Let's do some math, people, mm. shall we? If you spend money on waxing every month, I don't know, 50 bucks, let's do the math of how long that lasts. When you finally make the switch to laser hair removal and you spend, what, 500 bucks to get whatever you want removed, removed, you're already, like, in debt. I feel like just do it now. You know you're going to do it eventually. And you'll save yourself money. But that only works for certain hair types. It's very true. So like, if let's... you've been thinking about doing laser hair removal and you haven't yet, I strongly recommend it. My father is even getting laser hair removal right now. He's getting his ears done. Oh He's very God. excited about it. He goes in Philadelphia and he get, texts me afterwards every time to let me know how his tufts are coming along. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, my regret is not having done it sooner. So if you're thinking about it, honestly, it's worth the investment. But go check it out and see if you're a candidate. If your hair will yeah, work for because it, sure. it's, it does not work for everyone. Sure. Um, my, I have oh the next two. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do a two for. I'm gonna stick two together because they're they're related. Okay, I only have two more. So go ahead. Okay, they're both hair related. I tried to look like two different icons, and both went terribly awry. Remember when No Doubt first hit the scene? 
mm-hmm. obsessed with Gwen Stefani and her bangs. I thought, oh my God, you had baby bangs. I thought I've got to get these. Like they weren't like baby bangs. Like they were. It was like when Just a Girl came out and she had that kind of like Betty Page, like rockabilly bangs, like rockabilly bangs. So I Chola was, Girl bangs. I what age that. are we talking? I was now. Now I'm. It's going to be very clear. Well, you know what? I'm going to embrace my age. Yeah. Um, I was 14, 14, 15. How did they work out? What happened? I went to the hairstylist. This wasn't like I wasn't going to Danilo. I was like, <laughs> I showed a picture of Gwen Stefani. Maybe I brought a couple of inspo images. And I was like, this is me. This is my spirit animal. Like, fuck you. You know, uh, just a girl. Okay. They gave me just straight across bangs. And then my friend Jana called me. She didn't get it. She called me Tracy Bonham. Not for any of you guys who know who Tracy Bonham is. Who's that? She was another like, like, like singer songwriter around that same time. But she was like folksy and like not fashionable. <gasps> Tracy Bonham. If somehow this gets back to you, no disrespect. It just wasn't the look that I was going I'm for. So sorry. I was going for like a cool like, like rockabilly punk thing and you ended up with with just like sad girl bangs like Sharon Trisky in my so-called life like really bad I'm sorry I had to really I learned how to style it out maybe they were hiding your bad brows (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe but I was like doing like like I was I had to balance like a lot of lipstick like a like a curling iron it was like a whole like look then neck the next year this was, I mean, this is hilarious. This okay. is, a, there's a very big lesson here, guys. I was like, okay. I saw this choppy bob on the cover of Spin Magazine. It was, it was Shirley Manson on the cover of Spin Magazine. Mm-hmm. I brought it to the mall. Oh, I know the story. Oh, I know the story. Go, go. Wait, did I tell the story on Fat Mascara, guys? I'm sorry. If, if, yeah, I think I did. So you can fast forward if you heard this <laughs> What one. happened? What happened? We go to the mall. Millie and I hit, my friend Millie and I hit the scene. We're downstairs. I'll never forget the salon. I remember where it was. I remember the whole thing. It was also, there was nobody in the salon, so that should have been telling. And I was like, this one. And the guy, like, I didn't know this guy from a hole in the wall. We're like, I'm like, this is the look. He's like, okay. There was no kind of, like, shared vision. There was nothing. (laughs) You didn't have it, you didn't talk it out. No, no. Have a a back and forth discussion. There was no, like, oh, yeah, like, this rocks. There was no Nothing. Um, is this the same guy that gave you the the bangs? No, this is like now I, I remember I left the woman who gave me the bangs because she was like a family hairstylist and I was like, I'm going to the mall, I'm going to my own person. I'm a big girl now. Look what happened. He did something. He did you wrong. But he turned me away from the the mirror the entire time. And I remember Melanie and I just looking at each other. And I remember I didn't see her like with like, you know, approval. I didn't see her like looking excited. And then when he turned me around. I had the, the trashiest layered, like Trasher McTrasherson haircut <laughs> that I had to wear baby barrettes and like headbands for like this, a year and a half. That's the look you were going for, Shirley Manson. No, she had a cool like shag. I had like <laughs> trash mop hair. I'm so sorry. I cried. That's the only time I've ever cried over anything beauty related. Okay, well, right. I it- sobbed. I'm sorry. In the in the mall? No, I think I acted like it was cool and like we were kind of like, yeah, we're gonna style it out. We're gonna put like a little Aveda like brilliance, like you know, like the one that little cool, blue jar ain't yeah. fixing a big we mess were like, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's just about we just gotta like pomade it out. We're gonna make it PC. He little, knew it was bad. He had you, your back turned to the mirror. It was like we still like my family. Like we still like laugh about it. We have like different nicknames for it. Wait, do you have anything recent? 
Do I have anything? Yes. Okay, my last one. I was on my way to a very important meeting with a high-up person at Hearst okay. with my um, coworker in tow. I look in the mirror. You know, the Hearst mirrors are, yeah. like, in the elevators. And I go... They're floor length. They're I, full, they're full I see mirrors. one of those chin pimples that's, like, beneath the surface, definitely not ready to pop. I put my fingers on either side of it with her in the elevator with me. Sick. And I go, tell me not to do this. Tell me not to do this right now as I'm squeezing it and trying to get it to the server. She's like, stop doing it. I was like, I can't stop doing it. And it came and it was like, I, it was a Krakatoa. It was so disgusting. In the Hearst elevator? I squirted, the- I squirted pus on the Hearst elevator That mirror. is so disgusting, Jen. I know. And then, of course, it was red for like two weeks and I never take my own advice, which is don't pick your pimple. Also, the, the security men are watching those elevators. Uh, uh-oh. There were so many great regrets, beauty regrets, rather. We didn't get that that deep on the Fat Mascara Raising a Wand site. And I have to say thank you guys for being so open, so humorous with your answers. Um, I had asked you guys to share what you felt were your biggest beauty regrets And there were a lot of repeats, but the language was hilarious. Um, Molly Alana said that she used a Groupon to get her eyebrows waxed and ended up with sperm brows, which is one of, like, the funniest things I've ever heard. Um, Shout out Jared Blandino. We also um, had another brow moment, Molly Gardner calling them Pamela Anderson eyebrows. I think we used that same exact kind of verbiage in the Jared Blandino episode. Um... Other things like haircuts. Somebody shouted out the lemon tree, which I haven't heard in so long. I thought that was so funny. Um, and another thing I really loved was Amy Chan saying that she goes, I don't know if this counts. It absolutely does count Amy Chan, but she goes, dieting and trying to lose weight. So much wasted time, energy, and money to be the exact same size that I am now. Um, I think we can all do like a collective mm-hmm. Um, Melissa Maladroit said, <laughs> as problematic as she is, Lena Dunham has a great line on about this on Girls. A guy asks her if she, whether or not she thought about losing weight, and she goes, I tried for a bit, then I realized I had shit to do. I love that. Um, there are so many. I mean, you guys need your own podcast. But one of my favorite things was Natalie Nelson she kind of flipped this on her head, and I'm raising a big fat wand to Natalie's biggest regret. She said she regrets what she hasn't done. She wanted to dye her hair teal or purple. She always has wanted to. She's always wanted to dye her hair teal or purple or both, but she didn't when she was younger. And now she works at Corporate America, capital C, capital A, where she's client facing. I guess I will be one of those little old ladies with purple hair. Um, a lot of likes for that one. I completely get that. I think it's like the old saying, youth is wasted on the young. So Natalie, we hear you guys. Thank you so much for chiming in on this. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. 
Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's Joanna good. Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. So we are here, or rather, I am here because this is a very rare solo chat. I have the dear pleasure of being with Shireen Von Wolfen and Frederick Fakai, the co-founders of Bastide. And you may have heard of Frederick before, of the eponymous hair care line and also hair guru, hair legend. I don't really think I need to expound on this any further. So... Frederick, you know, a lot of people know, first of all, can I call you Frederick? I know that it's for like Frederick, Frederick, I'm like, I'm like Frederick, (laughs) Frederick. Um, Frederick is fine. Frederick. um, Most people, I'm going to take a guess and say all of our listeners know you for being, you know, a hair legend, hair icon, but you've decided to move away from this. Can you just kind of give us some color? What, what can you say here? <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, you know, let me just say that we are so, uh, uh, you know, ma- having so much fun launching this line, Bastide, which is about natural product, 100% non-toxic from Provence. And I'm not going away from here. We'll get to that in Soon, I mean, I'm actually thinking very much about hair care, and uh, uh, you know, uh, we'll come back to uh, have a great hair care line uh, very soon. But very today, soon, very Wait, soon. That sounds threatening. Th- that's yeah. That, is there some w- kind w- of clause? <laughs> no, there is a clause. Exactly, okay. <laughs> there is a clause. There is a clause. But uh, but but it, uh, it's also something that uh, um, it's so nice in life to take a break from something mm-hmm. and reinvent yourself. And uh, this is a, a, a fabulous journey where, you know, we're doing uh, beauty and well-being. And it's also amazing that it's actually from my hometown. And uh, Shirin and I, you know, when we bought our house about 10 years ago in Provence, we started to really uh, observe that there was a beauty that reflected on people because of a way of life. And because of, of being aware of ingredients that they would ingest or op- apply to their skin. But can I back up a little yes. bit? Tell us when, because a lot of people, they see Fakai in stores. You know, I saw Fakai in a store today. Mm-hmm. They still think that, I, I, I hate to break this to you, but they still think that you're mixing up the product <laughs> or you're still behind the chair maybe at the Fakai salon. So can you just give us a bit of a, a primer? Right. What, what happened there? Like yes. wh- when did you move away from the world of hair care in the most conventional sense? Right. So I sold the company 
uh, about 2008. Okay. That's a while ago. That was big news. But I stayed on until last month. Uh, involved in the company. Last month? Yes, until the December, just December to this 2017. What was your last task? <laughs> My last task was basically uh, to, uh, it's, it's, it was not an operational task. It's mostly <laughs> about, you know, strategy, uh, ideas, but obviously much less involved that I used to be in the past. Yeah. And uh, not not involved right now, today. But, you know, uh, you never know. I'm, I always uh, want to uh, to go back to hair because I love that. I don't miss it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I miss it so much, sorry. Let's uh, say <laughs> that. I miss it so much. <laughs> and uh, I actually uh, go to the salon quite often. You to, do? Yeah, to do friends and uh, families and, uh, you know, uh, and... Others uh, that uh, uh, want to have a haircut with me, and uh, uh, I even get sometimes, uh, uh, you know, photos on uh, people texting me, emailing me, what do I do, what should I do? So They're wha- still asking you for hair advice? Yeah, hair advice. So I'll do you st- tell them I don't do that anymore? <laughs> you know what? Actually, I, I do give them advice because I love to, mm-hmm. and I'll direct them to a great stylist, a great colorist at, at Fekai. Really quickly, I'm, I just think this is so fascinating that you might go back to the Fakai salons to do. I know, listen, this is not an invitation to all of our listeners to call and say no. <laughs> Frederick said, you know, he's still up for you know the job. But will people see you in the salon? Or are you in a special room doing this on the, the QT? No, no, no. I mean, you're open salon uh, stations, and uh, uh, I'm. Just there, doing the hair, chatting with everyone, and no, no, it's a, it's a not it's not a secret. It's not a okay. you know. I never actually functioned that way. Mm-hmm. I was always was uh, in the middle of the salons and uh, uh, cutting hair, styling people, and uh, uh, not only showing to the staff but also um, making sure that the customer knew that I was here. So you're still invested in the world of hair in your salons, but you're not. You're not a day-to-day, you're not invested in, in that way. No, okay. no not today, you okay. know, not today. So you exited the business, you still love hair, but now you have a new project called Bastide. Right. So how did this thinking about this line come about? Like at what point did you have this moment that, A, you decided you wanted to do something else because you didn't need to do anything else. Like, if I can just be frank, you right. didn't have to. So why did you want to do this? Th- that, that's actually a, a very good question. Uh, as you mentioned, this is my second rodeo. I love this expression in the U.S. But it's a little bit uh, because also of uh, uh, Shirin, my wife here. Mm-hmm. You know, when, uh, you know, let me just say that uh, first at FECA years ago, I wanted to do a, a, a beauty and well-being line from Provence. Oh, wow. Even before, like before. This, this is an old yeah. idea. Yeah, it's an old idea. Uh, actually, Michelle and I worked on this. Uh, we had actually a, a whole business plan, a whole project. And going. Michelle, just for our listeners, because they can't see yeah. Michelle. Michelle is Michelle Lino, who, who works <laughs> with us at Bastide and uh, uh, runs the whole marketing. And uh, uh, and uh, we had so much fun at uh, Fekai that she came uh, uh, along uh, here That's with Bastille. That's wonderful. Bastid. And, uh, um, you know, we, we walked and then uh, uh, we realized that, uh, uh, you know, this was a great void. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
today, you know, uh, uh, the, the good news is that the technology has changed and enable, enable us mm -hmm. to really create fantastic non-toxic product. And I want to say non-toxic as opposed to natural to make sure that the customer know the difference. It's uh, when you say non-toxic, you really are specific. Yeah, what does that mean to you? Or what does that mean by Bastide's definitions? Yes, so, so, but the Bastide definition is, means that, first of all, when you say natural today, because natural is not regulated. Sure. So today you can have one or two ingredients natural in your, in your bottle, and you can call your line natural, mm -hmm. which is not right. Right. So to be more clear mm -hmm. and transparent, we list our blacklist ingredients on our website, on, on, on our blog, right. everywhere. And, uh, and we are uh, really uh, uh, showing transparency of what the product is made for, fr from and how it's made. And so this is much more uh, clear. This is much more less confusing. So when you said there is a, a gap in the marketplace, you know, there are so many... Um, you know, French and fre you know French-inspired brands out there. Um, there are also a lot of brands right now that are trying to have their own version of the natural conversation. Right. What was that specific void that you are filling? So, so without naming any brand, name uh, that. <laughs> name <laughs> that. So, 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 okay. so brands are you know that you're right. There's some brands from France, from Provence, mm -hmm. and all this, but they've been created a long time ago. Yes. So it's very difficult for them to make a 180-degree turn to reformulate their product. Do you think so, they want to, or do you think it's just not in their ethos? I think it's both. Mm -hmm. I think it's both. Uh, but today we are lucky to start from scratch yeah. And uh, uh, and really uh, have a, a you know a blind canvas in front of us and uh, using what is the most amazing uh, new uh, formulation uh, on new product and you know today you can do amazing product safe mm -hmm. without without having to worry about uh, putting preservative here and there yeah I mean, yeah so 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 it's it's wonderful that we can create not only uh, a Bath and body product, but skincare now we're about to do skincare oh, soon. Oh, that's cool! But you know, skincare for like for the fi the face, face like exactly. complexion. Yes, that's we're coming out amazing. with three skew, three uh, three product uh, that are you know uh, eye cream, uh, 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 moisturizing day cream, and uh, um, and uh, a serum. So and all with the same philosophy: great ingredient from Provence, non-toxic. And uh, very, uh, very, very uh, with a big efficacy. So tell me about how you and Shireen, how did you guys start working on this together? So I love the fact that this is, it's not just, you know, okay, France, ingredients, non-toxic. There's a bit more heart to this line than, I won't name the other brands, but I'm sure people have different, well, there's so many. Um, there's so many French-inspired brands right now, but they don't really have this, like, this real beautiful family story at the center. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so I think um, for us, Bastide really started um, so organically because we started spending a lot more time in Aix-en-Provence, which is Frederick's hometown, 
And then we restored an old Bastide, which is an old um, farmhouse, country house, just outside of Aix-en-Provence. Oh, is that, is that what that means? That's what that means. It's a home. I just realized it when you put it in the, sen- in the sentence. In the sentence, okay. yeah. It's a home. So that's really, and for us, it was, uh, the inspiration is really that, that happiness that you have in a home. You know, you have kids laughing, you have, mm-hmm. you smell the cooking, you, you know, you, the, the wind, the, um, the smells of Provence. So it's very much, it's very much a home for us. And, and the idea was, was really that when we were spending our summers there, we would spend four, three and a half to four months when the kids were small. And you, you realize that when you're eating only from your garden, and we don't have a fancy vegetable garden, it's super simple, mm-hmm. but you're just eating from the garden or you're eating from the markets, you feel so much better. And so we realized and started doing a lot of research, just Provence is an amazing place mm-hmm. because you have ingredients that you can't find anywhere else. And the, the plant life is so rich. So we said, why can't we make product that we put on our skin that's as good as what we're eating. And um, and so it really, you know, the story of restoring this old house kind of inspired us to then say, what do we want in our home that is as good as as the food that we're eating? Um, and so it's it feels, it, it is really personal. I mean, I, there are so many stories, like my, our daughter would write, um, she was just learning, she goes to French school, so she's learning cursive, mm-hmm. and she would write all of her labels for us in the beginning, and, um, sweet. you know, just when, when we were testing product, and, and that's another thing, it's, it's always meant to be a family product, or, um, and that's how healthy we wanted it to be, so. So why is it important that the brand is from Provence? So, so first of all, it's, it's so interesting because, you know, when you are in France and you live, you know, uh, happily and relaxed, so when you eat, you go to the market, and when you go to the market, you don't go to the supermarket. You go to the right butcher, mm-hmm. the right cheesemaker, the right, you know, grocer, the right baker. So we thought, it was very important to do the same thing with Bastide and our product. So we went, Shirin and I, to look at wonderful artisans. So, for instance, the lady that does our liquid soap is a wonderful lady that used to be the head of a R&D for a big multinational company and decided to stop and go back to the south of France, where she's from, and open this little company where she does saponification, which is mm-hmm. the old-fashioned way of doing soap. Right, which is real the, old-timey. Uh, exactly. the Romans uh, made the it, big, yeah. yeah. the big pot, mm-hmm. you know, with olive oil, coconut oil, and check of soap. So it's very natural. It's very, you know, authentic. It's real. So the same thing from the, the candle here that you see. Uh, so the, the it glass is a, it's a, it's a hand-blown glass, you know, uh, and uh, uh, it's uh, made in Biot, which is, uh, you know, um, in the south of France, the, the capital of the, this kind of uh, glass making. And uh, so we went to look at all the artisans, Daniel, who does our liquid, uh, solid soap, you know, uh, Guillaume does the candle, uh, <laughs> um, and we go on and on like that, you know, and it's so much fun to just go and, and we invite them to our house. They, we go to their house. So, so you know everyone. Yeah. We know and everyone. That's the great thing. I mean, yeah. Frederick is really, that's his, that's his backyard and he's been doing product for so long. So he really knows what he wants and he knows who's doing it the It's best very way. intimate. It's not this kind of like, well, outsource this here. And blah, 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 blah. No, so that's even, right. Even our nose, Mathieu, is a, is a great yeah. friend and he's somebody. So when we talk about fragrances, you know, it's a real... Um, it's a real 
family conversation. Yeah. It's a fun, fun yeah. way to work. Yeah. And, and and this is important for us, you know, to make sure that uh, you know. I mean, I have friends who have huge facilities mm-hmm. and could do how the whole line for us, and it would be, I'm sure, less painful for us, mm-hmm. m- less costly, yeah. and all this. I mean, I shouldn't say that, uh, you know, to <laughs> but it's not, it's not, it's not because I'm naive and I want to make it costly. It's because I think at the end we get a better product, a better idea, and also we, we love the fact that we can be very agile. Yeah. We can be flexible and mm-hmm. but so working with the artisan is is, is amazing. It's of to see the things, the the product made, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, with our quantities uh, w- in front of you like this yeah. and by people that cares, you know. And so it's it's a it's a fun project. I've heard you use this phrase when talking about Bastide, slow beauty. What does that mean? Slow beauty is is really about. Um, about kind of owning your your moment, owning your life and saying like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to take time. I'm going to take time for me. I'm going to take time to eat well. Um, and, and I think at Bastide, we're not about um, trying to impose some kind of a, mm-hmm. you know, structure on, life should be fun. It should be easy. Mm-hmm. You know, we want things to smell good and taste good and, you know, be, be exciting, be sexy, be fun. Like it's not about... Um, it's not about any of those things, but slow beauty is just about taking time. It's about it, it's well, kind of like when you're saying like Provence is kind of like everything is kind of slowing down a little <laughs> bit. Like I don't remember. Well, I don't have a vegetable garden. I live in an apartment in like you know almost practically midtown. But like there's no you can order from Whole Foods. Uh, that's true. But that's like yeah, that's a treat. You know, or if I get yeah. something from like the the corner, like the guy. Why can't I even like the fruit stand man? You know, like yeah. that feels like somewhat special. It's not Provence, but yes, it's like. Anything that doesn't come out of a package feels kind of special. Slow. Yeah, yes, like yes. anything, I mean, I just find throughout the week, like I don't, sometimes I don't feel like I don't even really like sit down. If I sit down, it's like I'm not breathing because I'm typing. Like everything is really fast, at least in New York. I'm sure we all right. have our own versions of it. Right. So I can't, like what you're talking about feels so idyllic and honestly it feels so just you know, I don't mean foreign, yeah. literally. I mean, just so, so removed. Is this kind of like a fantasy? Like you can kind of buy into that lifestyle well, or are you trying no, to have a bigger conversation about I life? I think it's, a, it's, I mean, I think Frederick should also answer this because he's really, you know, he has this a very good way of explaining it. But I think for me, it means that you, it doesn't mean you're going to have a perfect life and everything's going to be, you know, it's not this idyllic mm-hmm. um, thing. It's just kind of bringing little moments of peace into your own life. And so one thing that I really noticed, I mean, I'm, I grew up in the States. So for me, seeing people sit down for lunch, even if it's only for 10 minutes, but actually sitting down and talking with someone. I did that today. Check. (laughs) Yes. We said, my my coworker and I, we said, we are, should we bring it back to the office where we're going to project or should we sit here? She's like, we should sit here. And I'm thinking, I really shouldn't. Like a little like (laughs) devil, like, you know, like, then I was like, okay, you know what? She's right. And it just makes a difference. It makes your whole day better. And it, I think it made it so much better. And that is what slow living is about. It's not about saying, and I think anyone in any city, you know, part of our idea is also to bring that to people with Bastide is to say, yeah. put on a candle, take a minute, you know, yeah. make sure you eat it. You're, you know, sitting down, talk to someone, mm-hmm. you know, reach out. Like it's just, it's just about having, having, having those moments. And Frederick, go ahead, say what you. So, so, so uh, the slow beauty to get back uh, yeah. to tag on, it's, it's, pretty much the philosophy that I uh, had all along with Fekai as well, in a sense of 
it's embracing your beauty. It's not about, sorry, it's not about uh, uh, transforming yourself for the sake of transforming. It's accepting who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, learning about your, who you are. And, you know, it's about using the right product at the right time, but also to not be a dreamer. You're not going <laughs> to try to, 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 uh, all of a sudden, expect big changes right away. Because if you need to do that, you have to go to a, a cosmetic surgeon. But, yeah. uh, but I think you're going to say therapist. <laughs> well, therapist that as too, well. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at least that's healthier. But, but you know, to me, it's about uh, the slow beauty is about uh, doing a whole regiment about like the French way, you know, the, 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 what we call the soin, the, the treatment, the treatment. So, so it's about, you know, uh, having a routine every day uh, mm-hmm. and, and with products that are doing the right job for you, whether it's hydrating your skin or, or uh, working on your uh, black circles or uh, <laughs> what. But, you know, it's not about eliminating your wrinkle. It's not about uh, anti-aging. To us, for us, I don't want to hear that word anti-aging ever again. Mm-hmm. I want to really uh, use uh, age gracefully, age beautifully. Uh, but yet, you know, you can have amazing uh, uh, treatment, and uh, but you have to apply a way of life. What does it mean? Knowing to eat properly, to drink properly, to sleep well, to take time to enjoy things, to not have strict diet, but you know, to l- have uh, uh, even uh, little uh, uh, things that you you would like to avoid moderately: a mm-hmm. glass of wine, a glass of rosé. Uh, you can have your cappuccino. You can have it uh, with uh, uh, almond or coconut milk <laughs> if you want. But you know, you can have your cappuccino. You can have all of this, but you need to do it where it, there is a within reason. Mm-hmm. So I think the slow beauty is about accepting who you are and really having a great uh, entretien, a great routine, a great maintenance uh, every day that you enjoy because part of beauty is being happy. If you're not happy, you cannot be beautiful. I think that's, very that's a well very important said. thing. Yeah. That's very well said. Do you think that the beauty industry is moving toward... I mean, the, when I heard Slow Beauty, when you said that, Shireen, I was like, oh, that's so genius. We're going to see that everywhere. But I do wonder, I think kind of the beauty industry, there's almost like two different avenues you can go down right now, just speaking very generally. Um, I'm, I see a lot of like kind of fast fixes, a lot of perfection, perfection, make everything tighter, higher, brighter, you know, <laughs> crazier. And then I also see, to your point, um, Frederick, when you said you, do, you hate anti-aging. Well, you know, allure, and um, I'm not just tipping my hat to, you know, <laughs> where I'm also working, but allure has done a great job with helping exactly. yes. eradicate that kind of messaging. They wanted to ban the words exactly. anti-aging. Exactly. Do you think that we're moving toward that way, or do you think we're still... I think at a crossroads. I think first of all, the word anti-aging is so passé and so eighties, <laughs> and it's to me, it's like no matter what, next year we will have a birthday. 
So let don't tell me we're not aging. Wh- and what's the shame about aging? It's actually a beauty. It's fantastic. You just acquire another year of a great experience, mm-hmm. a great life. And so embrace that, enjoy, celebrate, but live well and be happy. When you're happier, you actually get younger. That's, that's the secret. So um, there's, I want to shift gears for a second. You also, you know, we're talking about like, you know, beauty. Well, actually, this is quite similar. A lot of the kind of advice that you're giving, I read it a lot in little articles about like French women's secrets to beauty and, you know, what the French know that American women don't. I kind of we get a little eye-rolly about it because I feel like there's one every week and, you know, somebody writes a book about this that, you know, spawns an article. Is it true, though? Like, is there really a philosophical difference between, you know, French beauty and American beauty? So so here's a a quick anecdote. When I first came to the U.S. in New York, you know... um, When was that? That was in 19... Now you're making me old. Oh, come Na- on. 19, I know you na- have to really na- put your money where your <laughs> mouth is. <laughs> 19, 1983. <laughs> okay. A- and, uh, and I have to say, I was really uh, flabbergasted that to see at 9 o'clock in the morning when mm-hmm. I first opened you know, the, uh, the salon doors, women all dressed up, all made up, the makeup, the <laughs> hair, the nails, everything. <laughs> At nine o'clock in the morning, they all they were all dressed like they were going to a gala. So, so in Wait, the, what street were you on? Were you uptown? Oh, yes, okay, of course. But, yeah, we're talking about course. we're talking Upper East Side, okay. of course. This is Madison and Sixty Fifth Street, and you know, and this was a, a shock to me. It was fantastic to see that. But the Frenchman. You know, she'll come, she had her hair greasy, and, you know, the nails is not done, and, the, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, and the Jen Birkin look, you know what I mean? And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And Jen Birkin is not French, you know, she's English, uh-huh, but, yeah. you know, she... Oh, well, that's, yeah, she yeah. She <laughs> that look. But, but what I mean by that is that it's also a, a, a little bit of a... Uh, uh, a nonchalant, uh, a little bit of laissez-faire, you know, uh, relaxing a little bit, let your shoulder, shoulder down and not trying to dress up really quick in the morning to look amazing. Just look happy and again, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of your hair undone, you know, uh, maybe a little bit of a gloss in your things, you know, right. a, a tiny bit of blush, whatever, but nothing to make, uh, you know, a, a, a beauty so well-groomed and so well done. <laughs> It's almost like uh, when you go to the Hamptons and you see, you know, all the the amazing uh, 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 landscaping, all so oh perfectly <laughs> groomed and all this. And, you know, as supposed to be a little bit more, okay, carefree and natural mm-hmm. and a bit wild, a bit mm-hmm. sauvage. So, so there is, the French beauty is about a little bit of a sauvage, a little bit of bohemian. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, uh, you are like this. Look at you. The way you are. You know, <laughs> I thought it was quite groomed. Uh, no, no. I guess uh, no. my groomed is sauvage. Uh, uh, sauvage, but, <laughs> no, but so beautiful, so elegant. That's yeah. great. 
Well, you know, I, I my nails are tragic right now, and that's why they're under the table. I said I knew Shireen and Frederic were coming, and I didn't have time. And I really hope they don't take a peek at my nails. But now I know that you you endorse this. Of course. Yeah. Okay. No, the funniest thing about French beauty, I think, too, is that it actually takes just as long as it does to get you what know, do you, that what natural do you mean? look. So, so it's so funny. Like most French girls will say, "I don't do anything," or you know, or, or it. But to get that "I don't do anything" look takes just as long, and oh. it's you know, it's just studied it's kind of like messing up the hair and okay. and and there's a really f I was talking to a French girlfriend of mine and she was saying um, you know, it's so typical. You ask like a French girl what lipstick she's wearing, and she's like, "Oh, you know, it's some, <laughs> it's, a, it's a crayon of my son that I found in my bag. <laughs> I don't even know what color it is, but really, it's like you know, it's it's so oh, they, they never want to share, so and they don't want to they don't want to tell their secrets because that's just kind of the French way. So they never, um, you know, French women also will never tell you what jacket they're. You know, women America are always sharing the information, oh, and saying like, like how much it was, what, what, which sale. exactly. Which which Zara, which one? Yes, like, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's, and it's a French girl be like, oh, you know, it's my my mother's from <laughs> from forever ago. Um, so it's just, a, I think that's a really cute um, and and but, very but real. But to your point, is that <laughs> the, 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 in France, for instance, you know, uh, we cannot generalize, obviously, but uh, but you know, the girl that Shirin is talking about, you know, she, the crayon she, girl. Yeah, yeah. She, she'll be she proud to say that she she find that thing that is unique for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's not about uh, uh, trends are not really accepted very well. Mm -hmm. It's not about wearing a logo and uh, trying to be uh, uh, matching the 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 the. the, the Pop the, the people, so so it's about being a little bit unique, a little bit having a, a point of difference. Yeah. That's that's what it is. We we really a little bit. Yes, yes. I th that is very admirable. So we'll, we'll let them have the, the French uh, women. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So what is the nicest thing about working together as a duo? I my fiance works in beauty, and I always threaten him that we're going to do a line <laughs> together, yeah. and he finds this graceful way to change the topic quickly. <laughs> he says something about a non-compete, and then the topic's over. Well, How do you do uh, it? I'm, I'm, I'm going to start. You know, I think it's a, <laughs> you know, I was very, uh, and Shirin too, we were very uh, apprehensive about working together. We never done that. You know, and we're already at home together. We have raising kids. We are raising kids. We live, you know, in the city, in the weekend, in the country. So, so it was a bit uh, 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 difficult. But yeah. then, you know, we realized that uh, we could do this because, you know, we have different skills. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, different point of view. I love the fact that, you know, uh, Shirin uh, uh, has embraced the Provence so well. The, when she's mm -hmm. there, you know, she, she actually makes me discover things that I don't ever see because, you know, I, right. I assume that I know it. And so it's great to, to see from her eyes uh, the, the beauty of Provence and the beauty uh, in general. So that that is that is fascinating, and also the fact that you know uh, uh, Shirin has a long career of uh, communication, uh, strategy, branding. Uh, so she comes with great new ideas, and and you know, and it's also it's a woman brand. It's mm -hmm. a brand that caters to uh, ladies, women, and <laughs> girls. You know, so uh, having her. Uh, uh, a point of view is 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 wonderful. And I think the other thing that's really important is to learn 
or that was important for me to learn was to just not be emotional and to also understand that it's okay to fight about things or disagree. And mm -hmm. as long as you're always thinking about the product, as long as you're not, you know, your ego isn't stuck in this whole thing. So I think for me, it's been an incredible experience. Um, I think mainly because we're such a fun team and then also, um, yeah, seeing him do this. It's a, and a, you know, Provence, um, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. It, it is Spending important time. to also, even as a, you know, as a partner or as associate or whatever, it, it, it's important to, to agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. You know, the minute you know you have that rule, it's relaxing everybody because it's applying to everyone. Agree to disagree, and you know, and and then you know you can challenge yourself. You can think. The main focus we 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 always argue and talk about this. The main focus is what does it do? What is the goal of whatever we're debating? What is the, you know the end goal? Like to have your eye on the prize, so to yes. speak. What it what is? I'm just trying to think because I'm sure there are people that are listening that maybe are in business with their family members or close friends or you know something where it's. It's emotional. So is the takeaway kind of to take your emotions out of it? Or just are you saying just to kind of know, know what you're trying to achieve and then kind of you take know, your ego out of it? Exactly. I mean, first of all, uh, and I'm saying this uh, really uh, with humility here, you know, I, I learn with age. First of all, I have to say I'm the oldest in the company by far. And I, so this is important. But I learn one thing is to make sure that it's not important who owns the idea as long mm -hmm. as the idea is moving along so so that's if, great advice it's, you know it's very important no matter where you work the ego is like oh my god that's my idea you know this is uh, I, I originated that i i own that if you do that you're no longer the the team player you're no longer the first of all you're not a team leader you 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 know you you you're taking the the, the, the credit away, which is so annoying. You want to go, you know, you want to you want to go, you know, with miles. You want to run miles with people. You don't want to just cut the grass under their feet. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that uh, you know they really run and uh, yeah. uh, and love and enjoy and embody the the company and 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 the, yeah. and the people they work with. Yeah, that's, that's great that's, advice. It's really good advice because I think that that it, when an idea an idea is only as good as it as the result. I mean, yeah. you can have a great idea and if you never get it done, it's a terrible idea. And I think that's another thing that's amazing about Farik is he doesn't quit till it's done, till you get there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's about that big picture. Yeah, not like kind of scorekeeping. Like, exactly. oh, you know, it's a win for me. Uh, like, how are you guys doing? <laughs> you know, it, it's exactly right. It's like, it's like why are we winning a battle as yeah. opposed to the war? You know, I mean, it's as simple as that. You know. And, yeah. and I, I will say one more thing about working together, too, and working on this is that, that it's the first time in my life that I actually feel like I have balance in the sense that, you know, even though it's, it's, a, it's a startup yeah. and we're working really hard, I still feel like that you know the way we think about life is a, is is that you're living it now and mm -hmm. that you're doing the best you can right now and you're respectful of the people you work with and they're respectful of you so it's i feel like i I've, i'm so much happier and so much more balanced now than i than i ever was working working um, maybe that's something yeah. about entrepreneurship something to think about yeah i didn't expect it it's great <laughs> well i have to ask you before you guys go i mean you are you're both you know product 
experts. You know, you're studying the market, and Frederick, you've probably tested every hair product known to man. Am I right? Um, so right. what is actually in your home? I would love to take a peek at your bathroom cabinets. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, I have a ton of, ton of stuff. So obviously, I still use Fakai shampoo and conditioner. Um, Do they send it to you? Yes. 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 Do you have monthly shipments? Like, how, do, how does it I, I get, get to your house? Do you put an order? Does uh, an assistant we, like? Yes, we, we put an order. Put an but order. also, you know, when we visit the salons, once in a while, we we'll get, you yeah. know, we we'll get uh, supply. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we have no We're shortage, punishment. No okay. shortage <laughs> of Fakai supply. All good. All good there. Um, so, what do you love from Fakai? I love, um, I have the shea butter. Um, mask. No, sorry, it's the PRX. It's the PRX mask. And then I use the um, uh, full body shampoo. I kind of mix between the full body and the, what is the hair brightening? What's the... The glossing. The glo- no, not the glossing, the, the pink technician. one. Technician. So you, mm-hmm. I, I switch between the technician and the, the glossing shampoo. And I always use the PRX conditioner. Mm-hmm. And it's actually like the leave-in one, mm-hmm. but I just put it in quickly and, and rinse it out. Okay. I still use the glossing... Um, uh, serum. So usually when I have wet hair, I'll put in a little bit of a um, GHD, you know, that GHD yeah. spray. And I um, and the Fakai uh, Beach Wave mm-hmm. spray. And then a tiny bit of glossing, and I let it dry naturally, and then I'll do a little GHD wave into it, you know, oh, with nice. the GHD wand. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I do for hair. Wait, which GHD spray? There's a few of them. It's the um, heat. The like a heat, heat protective heat spray? Heat protective spray, Got yeah. It. And even when, when the hair's already dry, you can just spray it back in and add a few more nice. um, curls to kind of, yeah. Who does your color? It's absolutely gorgeous. Well, at Fakai. Um, so Rayad at Fakai on, on 5th. On 56th and, yeah, 5th. He's amazing, yeah. And uh, makeup? Um, So what do I do for me? I'm pretty... I really love when when you don't have so much on your skin. I'm a big Mm -hmm. believer in skin having to breathe. Mm -hmm. I also have super sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. So I usually... um, I use a lot of Tom Ford lately, so I use always eyeliner. Mm -hmm. um, And he has that double-sided... It's like a calligraphy... uh, Like a liquid... Liquid mm -hmm. eyeliner that's amazing. Um, and then I use some of his under eye as a like a little, um, what do you call it? It's like a little sponge applicator thing that you can just kind of go over your dark circles. Mm-hmm. And what do I use? I use Sisley for my lips. And I kind of, I'm always switching between serums. So right now we're testing our serum, yeah. so I'm super excited about that. Um, and it's, I, what I love about, you know, we really want a serum that's going to be that that's great and nurturing and and you know adding plumpness and and kind of a sh- uh, um, what do you call glow, but um, but at the same time you know making you giving you a little color when you put it on. So that's oh, that's nice. what I've been using. Can't wait to try that. Yeah. So uh, I I'm I'm full of little lab sample around <laughs> my mm-hmm. house. That's what I do. I try mm-hmm. all, all the product and. Uh, and uh, for instance, uh, I discovered just like by playing that uh, uh, for shaving, I would use the body dry oil in the skin first and uh, uh, shave after. It's amazing. The, the, the razor glide through it. Okay. It, and sh- it, you ask uh, your yeah. fiance, you'll see. It's so much fun. And, <laughs> and, you know, and, and you don't have to wash it after. 
scratching your skin. Excellent. And what I'm about hair for you? I mean, so, I want to so know what you I, actually I, use. I'm, of course, using the fake eye hair care. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I love, you know, the shea butter line for me because it's uh, moisturizing mm -hmm. and it has no paraben and all this. It's great. And it doesn't weight my hair down, so which is great. So so I do that. And uh, as uh, Shirin does, it's, it's also a very important, and I always say, suggest to everybody to do the same thing, is to not use the same shampoo all the time, is to alternate. So for instance, if you have a hair colored, so you use a shampoo for hair color, and then you use a shampoo either to uh, shine it, a glossy mm -hmm. shampoo, or a shampoo that uh, gives you a little bit more volume, whatever you prefer. But you alternate, so the pH of the shampoo and the hair is different. Oh, it does work. It does work. Okay. It helps you. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Otherwise, you get your hair too hydrated, too flat, uh, or, you know, or lacking shine, lusters. So it's so important to have uh, the right shampoo uh, alternating uh, every other day. I always thought that was a myth. Now I know. Okay. Yeah. And I have to ask you both, finally, fragrance. You have the most gorgeous candle, which we're burning right now, the Amber Soir. Did I say that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, it's stunning. You do fragrances really well. I have to assume you're wearing your own fragrances, right? Yes. So, so which one's your favorite? Figamour. It's our newest. Okay. We just launched it for Valentine's Day. Oh, and nice. it's, um, it was inspired by a fig tree that's right behind our, our house in Provence. And it's, um, so it has like a bit of sweetness, but also that kind of woody cedar, mm. um, uh, sandalwood. So it's a really nice, um, very warm fragrance. I love it. Nice. And I love to, uh, in the winter, I wear Ambre, Ambre Maquis, okay. which is a fantastic uh, warm and spicy, and they're, and they're woody, yeah, so they're, uh, they're woody uh, uh, fragrance. And uh, in the summer, I love Neroli. Neroli, it's a oh, beautiful orange, orange blossom. It's uh, very light. It's very happy again. You know, it's important to have a happy, happy scent. Yeah. Okay. I love all this happy scents, happy tips. You can tell how you can tell how much fun you guys are having, and yeah, it's it's about ultimately being happy. Right? Thank you. Okay, yeah, it is. It is and happy, happy, happy. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. It's time to raise a wand, Jim. What you got? So many things. What do you have? No, I have. Have you seen Maleo oils? No, what is that? It's a new brand that is supposed to be both a fragrance oil and a skincare oil, which freaks me out at first because essential oils can be very active. Mm, this and is you lovely. Don't want to put them on your face, but I am obsessed with this stuff. So this is the one for redness, and it um, it has oud in it, mm. but very very it low. Smell like oud at I, all? Right, very low levels. I've been wearing it like a fragrance almost. Isn't that beautiful? You it sure has this is oud. It, it says. What it does actually. it say on the it bottle? Oud. It doesn't smell like oud at all. That's it fresh. That, there's four varieties of them. They're all facial oils and also fragranced. To be perfectly honest, as a facial oil, like I'll just pat it on my cheeks. But really, it's like a fragrance for me. It's so. How would you describe this? It's like it's not oudy. It's it's bright and green and vetivery, but with like a fruity woody undertone. Isn't it delightful? It's yeah. It's bright and green, a little woody. There you go. It's beautiful. Um, so they make four different varieties. I just think it's kind of cool that they're mixing face oils and fragrance oils together. So I'm just sort of putting it on my necks and my cheeks. I wouldn't put it near my eyes, but I'm wearing it more like a fragrance, and it's just so springy and good. It's lovely. Yeah, Maleo. Uh, I'm raising a wand to such an old-school product that I'm so happy to rediscover. 
Borgesa mud mask. Ooh, that was like the fancy, fancy back in the day. Fango, they called it. Yes. So I, um, Borgesa was one of the first fancy products, fancy like beauty brands I had an encounter with. I remember going there and getting a a mini makeover and I got two products as like a treat. Um, And I just remember it was a Princess Marcella Borgesa was like the full name of the brand at the time. And it was to me just this very exotic Italian kind of like, it's Borghese, you know? Darling, it's Borghese. Exactly. Now, at the time I didn't get the skincare, I had like makeup from the brand. Um, but to me, it always seemed very like European cool. Well, the brand has relaunched. Maria Carla is their face. It's um, a lot of their pr- their pro- products are repackaged, and I've been experimenting with some. The thing that's my favorite of all like the new products and jazzy things they have is the mud mask. That's the original mud mask. So you I don't put, mess with the classic. It's so good. I put it on my face the other day, left it on for like a little too long, took it off. By the way, it looks so scary when you put it on because it's like that classic like olive green mud mask. Took it off. Pores refined, skin tighter, face firmed. There's so many new razzle dazzle masks out there that like you're like, oh, I guess my skin looks softer and I took a cool selfie. <laughs> this is like this makes a difference, kids. This, shit's this makes legit. A, this is like the Mama Luga mud mask. This is why masks were invented because this guy came on the scene and made a difference. Just go back to the original. This works. Raise a wand. Borghese. Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really want to help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to FatMascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at FatMascara or email us at info at FatMascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 